0: As we continue to go forward in our service, it's time for the word of God. We are so grateful. Once again, just to remind you that we will be back in service starting in September at 11 o'clock um, in gathering. We still will have the uh, protocols and the procedures and regulations that we have set up that everyone who come in will get a temperature check as well. And also we'll have to um, put on hand sanitizer and we will have disting. Um, seating uh, seating uh, where you'll be seated. And um, so we can make sure people are six feet apart. Uh, We will have a soft opening um, coming up so we can get things prepared and be ready. Um, And we are ready and excited to worship with you. Um, On that Sunday, we will have a great time of worship. I'm setting up some worship leaders to come with us so we can have a great time and enjoy what God is going to do here at Clinton Baptist Church from here and out. We are so thankful. Uh, for you just just hanging in there with us, hanging in there with us. Just so thankful for you. Again, if you want to uh, contact us, please go to our website, or you can go to our uh, YouTube page and uh, subscribe on our YouTube page, go to Facebook or Instagram and also Twitter as well. Um, all of this stuff is being added in the chat so you can stay in contact with us because we want to know who you are. We want to know your needs and how we can serve you as as possible. So today, as we move forward in our service, we'll be looking at Leviticus chapter 27, Leviticus chapter 27, verse 30, Leviticus chapter 27, verse 30 also today we will have our women's class at one o'clock we will have our young adults class at three and we will have our prayer time our corporate prayer time at five o'clock today all that will be on zoom and continue to uh, partner with us a a bible study every wednesday at 7 uh, p.m we are so grateful for you all partner with us for those events and then on friday we have our friday night devotion um and um Prayer at five o'clock on conference call, so we definitely still trying to meet the needs of the community and get people to grow. When Leviticus chapter 27, verse 30, thank you so much, Tanya Wynn, for tuning in. The Baileys, thank you so much as well. For Anthony White, thank you for tuning in as well. So grateful for you, Lala and Chris, for tuning in as well. Um, Leviticus chapter 27, Leviticus chapter 27, Leviticus chapter 27, and we'll be looking at verse number 30. Chapter 27 in Leviticus, that's the, in, the, um, in the Old Testament, you have Genesis, Exodus, and Leviticus. It's the third book, um, and we in chapter 27, um, which is the last chapter in Leviticus, and we have verse 30. And it says, and all the tithe of the land whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. For the next couple of weeks, um, excluding next week because it's Father Day, um, I just want to talk to you about tithing. I want to talk to you about tithing. Um, I know since I've been here, um, we really haven't um, preached on tithing, but God has laid it on my heart to preach about tithing and what it is. And over these next couple of weeks in June, we want to speak to you on tithing. There is a lot of confusion and misunderstanding about tithes, about tithing. As a matter of fact, pastors shy away from preaching about tithing because it brings a black eye to the church. We have people inside the church and people outside the church that are confused and misunderstood about tithing. And those outside the church will say, all that church preach about is money. All the church want is your money. Now, that may be for some congregations, that may be for some some denominations, that may be from some churches, but here at Clinton Baptist Church, where our vision is we grow, we serve, we love, God in Acts, has, Acts 20, 27 has called me to preach the whole counsel of the Bible. The whole council of God he called me to preach so topics like this I can't shy away from because if I shy away from preaching topics like this then it means that 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 I am in the mix of of, of those who don't want people to grow so even though tithing may be a um a, 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 may be shied upon or or, or maybe a, 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 a um how can I say it maybe a um a, a awkward feeling to preach on or to hear about. We cannot grow if I don't preach the whole counsel of the Bible. So here on, on, on these next couple of weeks, I, I want to talk about tithing. I hopefully I can um, um change your mind on tithing, and hopefully I can um help you understand what tithing is and 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 hopefully I can help you understand. Um, where, 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 what tithing mean and 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 help you get rid of some of the confusion that is around us. I, I just want to open your minds up to to help you understand this 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 thing called tithing. Cause so many people are confused. So many so this 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 topic of tithing is is misunderstood amongst the church. There's a lack of understanding amongst the church, and a, and I understand how you feel. I understand how how some of you all feel about about giving to the church. Because there have been churches, there have been pastors, there have been deacons, there have been um, administrators that have taken advantage of the finances of the church. There there, there have been people who who are pastors and, and leaders of the church who have taken the money of the church and did what they want to do with it. And, and, and people make mockery of it and people talk about it and laugh about it. And, and it's not funny because what we're going to see today is that the tithe belongs to God. So I understand your reservation. I understand how you don't want to give. I understand how you don't trust. Because the church has failed the community and failed the kingdom of God by what we do with the money that is given to us. That's why me as a pastor, I'm transparent. I'm, I'm transparent that, that every six months of the year, you get a, a full financial statement of Clinton Baptist Church and what we doing with the money. We don't wait to the end of the year every six months, every six months from January now coming to June at by the beginning of July. Everyone who give at Clinton Baptist Church will receive a uh, contribution statement of what you gave, gave and also a budget plan, a financial plan of what we're doing with the money that you gave. Because I understand why people are reserved because the church has taken advantage of the money. They have taken advantage of of people trusting and believing in God and giving their money for the kingdom of God. And they have taken advantage. And now we got people who are reserved. We got people who are confused and misunderstanding about this thing called tithe. So today, as we look at Leviticus chapter 27, verse 30, I want to speak to you from the topic, the tithe. The tithe. This is a simple topic I want to speak to you from. First, we see here, as we look here in verse number 27, I mean, verse number 30, we see here that we are required to tithe. We see that we are required to tithe. Watch this. It says, and all the tithe of the land, whether all the tithes of the land, whether of the seeds of the land, or of the fruit of the trees is the Lord's. Said that this word, this word tithe actually means tenth. It means a tenth of something. This is where we get 10%. Because the word tithe actually means tenth. It means a tenth of something. It means it means 10%. This is where we get 10% from. And every one of us is required to tithe every every one of us is required to tithe he says right here everything that god has placed in our hand whether for them of the old testament was seed from the land fruit from trees or even animals that was the resources they were required to tithe off. So here it is. Here it is. Let me make it simple. Let me make it simple. And the requirement was a 10th because the word tithe mean a 10th. So if they bring in a 10 bales of barley, they bring in 10 bales of barley. They had to give one bell to the Lord for a tithe. If they had 10, 10, 10 animals, Ten animals that were born, they had to give one away for a tithe, okay? Uh, Just you and I, our resources are different. We deal with currency. So everything God put in our hand, and by the way, everything we have he put in our hand, Because he said he supplied all of our needs according to his riches. And everything we have, he put in our hand. Even though we go out and work for it. Yes, some of us work harder than others. Yes, some of us go get it. But everything we have is a blessing from God that he put in our hand. And he says that we are required to give 10% of it. So if you go out and make a dollar today, you are required to give God 10 cent of it. If you go out and make $100 today, you are required to give God $10 of it. And it goes up and up and up like that. But every one of us is required to tithe. And it's required to tithe according to the resources that God has placed in our hand. Every one of us, every one of us. He says that and all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed and of the land of the fruit of the tree. Is the Lord's every one of us? Every one of us is called to tithe. Every one of us, there we are called to tithe our our resources, our money. We are called to to give ten percent of it to the Lord. Now watch this. Not only are we required, not only does this verse tells us required, but Deuteronomy chapter fourteen twenty two, it says that you should truly tithe all the increase of your gain that the field produce year by year. That's Deuteronomy chapter 14, 22. It says everything produced in your hand, you are required to tie. Every one of us are required to tie. As a matter of fact, Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, says bring all the ties into the storehouse. We are required, Tammy. We are required, Kat. We are required, Jasmine, Joe. We are required, LaWanda. We are required, Jordan. We are required, uh, Nadia, Nadia, um, the Briggs family. We are required, Nate. We are required, Candy and Sadie. We are required to give unto the Lord. This is scripture. As a matter of fact, 1 Corinthians. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 16, 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, 2. And you know, I don't like having y'all flip, but I, I got to uh, pull some scripture in. First Corinthians chapter uh, 16, 2, look what it says. It says, on the first day of the week, let each one of you lay, aside, lay something aside, stored up as he has promised that there may be a collection when I come. Paul says every one of us ought to lay up something to give for the collection of the kingdom of God. He says he says he says that every one of us is required. Every one of us is, is required to to give unto the Lord. We required to give a tenth to the Lord, but also because I know some of you all uh, uh, have studied this and you have heard different preachers preach on it. But there is a view out here. There's a view that says that because we are New Testament Christians, because the Mosaic law, which is the Ten Commandments, is abolished and it's no longer, um, that we should follow that because, uh, of, of the New Testament law, because we under a new covenant that we as believers in the church age don't have to tithe anymore. That's a view that they say we as the church age don't have to tithe no more. And they say because the New Testament doesn't speak about tithing. And portion of that is right. The New Testament does not speak on tithing. But the New Testament says in 1 Corinthians that in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, I believe in um, 12, 9 or somewhere, it tells us that we are to give as we prosper. So in the New Testament, it tells us that tithing is the floor, not the ceiling. Hold on, it's going to make sense in a minute. See, because we look at tithing as the ceiling. Once I get my 10%, I'm done. But in the New Testament, what it's saying is tithing is just a starting point. Mm. Tithing is just where we start because it says that we should give as we prosper. So we give that we if we prosper more than we can tithe, then, then guess what? You're supposed to give over and beyond the tithes in the New Testament if we New Testament saints. So I'm just trying to educate you. So, but there, there, there's some views that tells us that we don't know no longer have to tithe because we are no longer under the law. But that is not true. Because watch this, all of us are required to tithe. Every one of us are required to tithe because God has set up tithe before the law even came in play. See, watch this, watch this, watch this. I had to study this, I had to study this, I had to study this, this is good stuff, watch this. Because in Genesis chapter 14, Genesis chapter 14, 18 through 20, Abram, before he was Abraham, his nephew Lot got kidnapped and they took all his possessions. So Abram, in Genesis chapter 14, verses 18 through 20, Abram went out to to fight against the four armies. The four kings, he went out to fight against the four kings and he got victory on them and he retrieved his nephew Lot and came back with all the possessions that were won in the war. And in Genesis chapter 14, verse 28, this tells us that that when Abraham got back, he gave Melchizedek, which is the holy king of God, a ten percent tithe on all the possessions that he brought back from the war. He gave him. He gave him. A, 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 he gave him a tithe, and he gave it to him to show his gratitude and his appreciation for God's blessing on his life when he went to war. And that was set up before the law was even established. Matter of fact, the law was established in Exodus. This in Genesis chapter 14. So the tithe was set up way before the law was set up. So if you're telling me that the law says that we don't have to tithe, you're wrong. Because the law was not, I mean, tithing was not established as the point of a law. Tithing was already established. And all the law did was gave us instructions on how we should tithe and why we should tithe. Tithe. So then not only that, because you need more scripture to support what you're saying. Genesis chapter 28, verse 20 through 23. Jacob responded to a dream that God has given him. And in his response to the dream, Jacob wake up and he worshiped God. And he vowed that every possess everything that I possess, I will give you a tenth. I will give you a tithe. This was set up way before the law. So for people to say that we don't have to tithe because we're not under the law, tithes were set up. It was a principle that was set up by God for us to to tithe way before the law was established. So God required all of us to give 10%. Second thing we see here as we look at the tithe. Second thing, and I'm just teaching. I want us to grow. That's what our vision here. We grow, we grow, we serve, we love. And I, I want you to know this. I want you to know this. So the second thing we see here as it comes to the tithe, the first thing we saw is that we all have required the tithe. Second thing we see here, the tithe, um, in this in this verse number 30, we're still in verse 30. And y'all yeah, know I'm an exp- um, expository preacher, so I'm going right through the verse. So we're still in verse 30. And it says that the tithe belong to God. Look what it says in verse 30. Look what he said. He said, and all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. Is the Lord's. So the second thing we see, the first thing we saw is that the tithe is required. The second thing we see here in this text is that the tithe belongs to the Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, that 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 right there, that right there, that's going to catch some of y'all. The tithe belongs to the Lord. Our tithe belong to God. It, it's, it's the Lord's. It, it, it belongs to God. Now, watch this. God has put resources in our hand. God has gave us 100%, and all he asks in requirement of is 10% of the 100. He don't ask for the 90%. He asked for the 10%, just a small portion of what he had put in our hands, and it all belongs to him. He says, whatever you bring in, it's the Lord's. It it, it belongs to the Lord's. The whole thing is is his, and and we shouldn't have no problem giving back to him what belongs to him. We shouldn't have no problem. That's just like if, if you come in here today and if we was here today at, at regular service, I probably gave somebody a $100 bill. And I would have called them up in the service and I'd say, hey, let me get $10 of that $100 bill that you gave me, that I gave you earlier in the beginning of the service. Now, they probably would give it to me with no problem because they understand that I gave it to them. But the problem with us, God gives us a $100 bill and asks for $10 and then we don't want to give them the $10. We want to hold back, but we got to remember that the whole thing that our tithes belong to God is not for our use. It's not for us to use it on our bills. It's not for us to use it on our entertainment. It's not for us to use it on on our clothes. It's not for us to use it for our fun. It's not for us. It belongs to God. The tithes belong to God. So how can we dare not give it to God and you got the 90% to work with? It belongs to God, it belongs to him. And because it's not ours and it belongs to him, everything belongs to him. And all he asks for is a tenth of it. But now we go out and we use our we use our stuff. We use the tenth. We go out, and we buy crabs, we go out, and we eat eat good at restaurants we go out we buy new cars and purse and things like that and we buy shoes and we 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 buy clothes and and we we fix up our house and do stuff and then when it's time to come get God his percentage oh god we don't have no money no 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 it belongs to God the tithe belongs to God it's God's and it belongs to him. He says that everything you bring in, 10% of it belongs to God, Linda. 10% belongs to God, Howard and Janice. 10% sister Ann, Cuddy, Hamble, Sheol and Bonnie belongs to God. Watch this, in, in the service, when I was doing the research, when I was uh, looking at the sermon and I'm doing research, I found out, watch this, I looked up some studies and this was, this was amazing, this is amazing. Watch this, Deacon Dixon, watch this. I found out in a study, that 37% of church goers don't give at all. In a study, it says in Bonner research on tithing, it said 30% of church goers don't give at all. 37% of church goers don't give at all. Now watch this, it says, 17% of the church give tithes, of churchgoers give tithes. You got 37% that don't give at all, and only 17% that is given of churchgoers. And then it goes on and says, the study goes on and says, the rest of the 46% that will equal 100 only give 2% of the tithe. So 37% of people, of churchgoers, are not tithing at all. Only 17% of churchgoers are tithers. And 46% will equal, the rest of the 100 give less than 2%. This this is what it says. Now, Now for you, I don't know about that, but that's devastating to me. That's devastating to me that tells me that 83 percent of churchgoers are taking what belongs to god and using it for their own benefit That, that that's devastating to me because that tells me that your heart is wicked that you are rebellious and you saying that god i don't care what you say i don't care what you require that you big and bad enough to take what belongs to god and use it for yourself That's devastating to me, that we have 83% of churchgoers that refuse and rebellious to give to God what belongs to him. That tells me that we got a lot of church people that are rebellious and wicked in their heart because you take in what belongs to God and use it for yourself. Wow, 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 wow. Man, 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 I see, I see, I see y'all quiet on online today. Uh, I see they quiet, Deacon Dix. I see why pastors don't want to preach this message because they want they want to hear amens. They want to hear the church shouting. They want to hear people running around. But what I ain't trying to hear all no amens and the church shouting, what I'm trying to do is get you to live obedient life to God. I'm trying to get you to grow. I'm trying to get you to understand the word of God that not only would you follow the word of God, but you are able to teach it to other people. I'm trying to get us to grow. Says He says that 83% of people, of churchgoers refuse to, to give or don't give. That's, that, that's devastating to me because all of it belongs to God. It belongs to God. It belongs to God. All of it belongs to God. It's his. And you and I are so rebellious that we don't want to we use what belongs to God for our own benefit? We use what belongs to God for our, for our own service. We use what belongs to God for our own glory. Come on, it belongs to God. So here in the text, as we look at this this topic called tithe, we learned that every one of us are required to tithe. Second thing we learned that every one of us I mean, second thing that we see in the text is that the tithe belonged to God. And the third thing, and I'm out your way, because I know some of y'all don't want to hear it or already shut it off, is that the third thing, it says that the tithe is holy. Look what it says in verse 30. And all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. He says that the tithe not only belonged to God, but look what he said. He said the tithe is holy. The tithe, the 10% is holy to the Lord. It says that the tithe is holy. The tithe is sacred. The tithe has been set apart for God and God use only. This works for both parties. This works for both parties. Watch this. Because the church and the pastors and the leaders got to understand that the tithe is holy. That the tithe belongs to God. So Marvin... Murray Cook, Lena, and Hickey, and Sam and Savon, You got to understand that as leaders of the church, pastors who's watching, the tithes belong to God. Deacons, the tithes belong to God. Trustees, the tithes is holy. The tithe is holy. So on both sides of the coin, watch this. It's going to make sense in a minute. That for us as leaders, we got to understand that the tithe is sacred. The tithe is holy and it belongs to God. So that means as leaders, we can't do what we want with it. We got to be careful of how we spend God money. We got to be careful of how we manage God money because it is holy. It don't belong to us. We can't go do what we want to do with the tithes that God bring in the kingdom of God past us. It's not our money. It's the Lord's money. And we should look at the vision of God to build the kingdom of God, what he brings in with the resources. Got pastors out here taking advantage of people's money. Taking advantage of the kingdom of money. And the money, the tithe is holy. Building your own empire. says the tithe is holy. So on one side, speaking to the leaders, you got to understand that the tithe is holy. It's sacred. It's sacred. It's God's. It's sacred. And then also for those who give. For those who give. For the givers. You and I. For you. You got to understand that it's holy. So that means you can't do what you want with it. That means you can't keep it. That means you can't shim God. You can't scheme God because it belongs to him and it's holy. It's set apart for God. It's worship to God. It's worship to him and it's holy. And I don't know about you, but I read the Bible. And what the Bible tells me, when you mess with the holy things of God, you bring trouble on yourself. Right now in Bible study, we're in Leviticus. We're in Leviticus chapter 9. We just finished chapter eight, and chapter eight looked at the uh, consecration service of of, um, of Aaron and his sons. And now we're going to chapter nine, and chapter nine is going to also get them prepared for a consecration service. But then we come in chapter ten, and chapter ten, Abraham's sons, the priests under Abraham, the young priests under Abraham, they go in the temple and defile the holy things of God, and it's not good. When you defile the holy things of God, God brings judgment upon you. Now I'm not trying to scare anybody to give because it's between you and God, what you give. But I'm just trying to educate us of what is tithe. And the tithe is holy, it's holy, it's sacred. So that means as receivers, as pastors and leaders of the church, we can't do what we want to with it because it's set apart for God. It's for the kingdom of God. It's for the kingdom of God to be used, to do ministry, to do benevolence, to build our community. Not to build as leaders, to build our own empire. This church at Clinton Baptist Church do not belong to me. It's not my church. Matter of fact, I'm nothing. This is Jesus Christ church, this is God church. Matter of fact, if I die today, he's going to find another pastor to come in here and, and take over because it belongs to him. And we can't build our own kingdoms. We have to build the kingdom of God. And that's why everything we do here at Clinton Baptist Church, we're transparent of what we do. We fixing this building up so you can come and have a great time and a wonderful time of worship in a comfortable place. We have done so much work in here to get things, the upkeep, get new furniture, and to bless the building that God has gave us and keep the campus well kept and do things. We have taken the money and invest in our community. Gave out over 200 book bags with staples. We also passed out over 12,000 meals uh, with, um, for seniors. We also gave out over 400 Thanksgiving baskets. We also gave out masks and sanitizers. We, we have free events, ice skating events, uh, um, other events um, that we have. And all these things that we are doing for the church, I mean, for the kingdom of God. We also give money to smaller churches, and we a small church. We invest in smaller churches. We send money to smaller churches every single month. It's not a lot, but we invest in smaller churches that are smaller than us. We give back because it is not our money. It's holy to God. It's holy to God. It's holy and it belongs to God. And just imagine the work we can do. Just imagine the, all the work we can do if everyone give. Just imagine. Just imagine the, the way the kingdom will flourish if everyone can give. I mean, God has given me some visions. I want to start English as a second language class for the Spanish people live here in Clinton or live in Maryland or live in DMV. I want to start computer classes for children, for programming. I wanna start a tutoring company here at the church where you can come get tutored for free. So our children, our black and brown babies can now get educated, can now be above the curve. I wanna help out single young mothers. We wanna invest in marriages. We wanna invest in single people. We wanna invest in youth and young adults. Just imagine. If, we, if we, we give what belongs to God and, and keep it sacred of the ministry that we can do in the kingdom of God. Just imagine what we can do for the kingdom of God that the gospel will go out. Just imagine what we can do. Just imagine how God can use us. And God has given a vision and imagination to do great things in the kingdom of God. And he has provided resources for us to do it. And we thank you for partnering with us. But God is calling all of us to tithe. It's required of us. It belongs to him. And it's holy. In the last year and a half, we have been done some amazing things in this church. We have done some amazing things. When I came in, the, the, the uh, heat wasn't working properly. We got that fixed. When I came in, none of the air conditioning was working in the sanctuary nor in the building. And now we put a new unit upstairs in our classrooms. We got we got air conditioning and heat up there. We got heat in the entire building. And now we just sat down with a group of engineers and selected a company to come in to replace the air conditioning system in the sanctuary that haven't been working in 10 years. All this in a year and a half. Because God has placed it on your heart to give what belongs to Him. But I know that some of you all are, are, are still scared and still afraid because you have been beat by churches and taken advantage of with the finances of the church. So hear what I say. Listen what I say. Listen what I say. Because I was the same place. I'm done. But I was at your place, I was young. Sister Ann Jenkins, I was young John, I was young Sean, I was young Donna, I was young Michelle, I was young, me and my wife coming into the church. And we hear this pastor talking about we need to give. And I'm coming off the streets of D.C., give what? We got to give unto the Lord. But all I heard is the negative things. I saw the Saturday Night Live where Richard Pryor came in as, as a pastor such and such and was, all he wanted was a and offering other people. And he made a mockery of it, of how he was going to get a new uh, Bentley and a a new Benz and get this and get that on Saturday Night Live. And and that's all the the image I had about giving unto the church. I'm not giving to the church. I'm not giving to the pastor. He already drives a BMW. He got four, five cars. Well, let me help you understand. What you give to me only pay my salary. Those cars I got because my wife got a good job. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's clap to that. That house I got, because my wife got a good job, but the pastor still got to get paid something. So watch this. So coming in, all I heard was negative things, how they take advantage of, of the tithes and offering, how the leaders take advantage of the tithes and offering. So what my pastor said, he says, look, I understand what you're going through. I know what you're going through. So what you do is you start at a certain percentage. He says, for the first three months, start at 1%. And then every three months, build your way up till you get to that floor of offering, of your your tithe, till you get to 10%. Every three months. Every three months. And me and my wife committed to do that at a young age. I think we was 20-something years old, 26, 26 or something like that. And we committed to do that. And every since then, we have been awesome tithers. We haven't missed anything. We haven't missed anything. God has blessed us tremendously. But we had to grow to get there. Now, understand some of you all are not there, and that's okay. But just grow to get there. Let's grow to get there. Let's grow together. Let's grow together because look at the impact you have on the kingdom of God when you give just think about this stuff just think about the things that we can do well we got enough land where you where you can come here and and we have a gym here where you don't even have to play a membership because you're a member you can come here and work out and cycle and and run around the track and all that just imagine the stuff that we can do just imagine how we can go out to the streets and share the gospel That we can feed homeless people not once every blue moon, but once a week. Where we can go out and share the gospel to people. Where we can invest in people. Where we can bless people and and build the kingdom of God for his glory. And I just want to teach you today. By the way, I wasn't preaching. I was teaching. And I wanted to teach you about the tithe that one, we are required to tithe according to to Leviticus 27, 30. Two, that the tithe belongs to God. And three, that the tithe is holy. So today, I hope that you learned. I hope that you learned. But I know there's some who's still skeptical. And that's okay. But today, before we go forward, what I like to do is I like to call you to the altar. Now, we know that we can't come up here because we're not in God the worship. But what we can do is come, stand up, or sit down wherever you are, and you bring your heart to the altar. Wherever you at, make it an altar. If you're on your couch, make it an altar. If you're at your dinner table, make it an altar. If you're sitting here in the pew, make it your altar. If you're sitting up there on the computer, behind the phones, behind the um, sound booth, make it your altar. Wherever you are, make it your altar. And if you are skeptical, or you have not grown to give, let us pray. Father God, I come to you, Lord God, and I thank you for this time. I thank you for your word, Lord God, that you have placed on my heart. I pray that I made it clear, Lord God, what people have grown to understand what tithe is. Lord God, I thank you for for loving us. And I just ask, Lord God, there's some that's under the sound of my voice that have been duped, that have been cheated, that have been taken advantage of by churches and seeing that the leaders of the churches are not doing what they say and they're doing with the money. So, Lord God, if there are any here today or any that are skeptical or have any reserve for not to give, I ask that you grow them up. Lord God, just like you call us to grow in our salvation, I ask that you grow in the giving. You grow them up in the giving, Lord God. Lord God, I'm not expecting everyone to just jump out and and be heroic and and just get into this thing of giving, of tithing, Lord God. But I ask that you just work upon their heart. Let us continue to grow, Lord God. Let us continue to not evaluate the sermon, but apply the sermon, Lord God. Let us not come to evaluate it, but let's apply it, Lord God, to our life, that transformation may happen. Lord God, I ask that you restore hearts that have been taken advantage Restore people's minds, Lord God, that they see the wickedness of giving unto people. um, They have given to the church and the leaders have taken advantage of it or not doing anything with it. But Lord God, even me, let me continue to be transparent about everything that come in, Lord God. Lord God, I'm an open book. I have no secrets of what we're doing with the money here. And if anybody have any questions and want to see, Lord God, we invite them in. We invite them in to see exactly what we're doing because every single dime that's coming in is accounted for. And we thank you for allowing us to use it for your kingdom. So bless those who who have not grown to give, Lord God. And those who have grown to give, bless them that they may give more, that they may see your worship, Lord God. They may see it as worship and loving you and giving to you and thanking you for giving unto us. We bless you and we love you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.